Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Man, we are so blessed, aren't we? We are so blessed and thankful to be in God's presence today and uh, just grateful for how He is working and for how He is moving. I tell you, we have already really had church this morning, our, our group of prayer warriors uh, who meet, uh, met this morning before the service, and man, I, I was waiting for the roof here to launch, uh, uh, open up and all of us launch out of here during our prayer time. It's amazing how the Lord prepares you before you ever even come together in, uh, with His people. This past week on Thursday evening, I had some time that, that evening to, to pray about the service this upcoming weekend, and uh, just uh, FYI to you, you, you know that if you pray and you ask the Lord to lead you and guide you, he, He'll give you the words to say. He'll tell you what the church needs to hear. He'll show you what to do. You know that, right? And it's praying and seeking the Lord on Thursday evening because I know the Lord has a word for, for this church and this body of believers. And on Friday morning, real early on Friday morning, real early on Friday morning, the Lord began just to assure me of some things and really just drop some things into my heart that I want to share with you this morning. It's nothing that I would say that's real deep. It's very simple, but it's very powerful. And if you will take these simple truths that I'm going to be sharing with you from God's Word and you will apply them to your life and whatever your situation and your circumstances may be, I'm here to tell you this morning that if you will do that, it can, it can save your life. It, it can save your marriage, it can save your family, it can save your job. It can save you from giving up on God and walking away from Him. It, it can save you from going crazy in life. I'm just telling you, it's simple, but it's powerful. And if we would just trust the Lord, we're going to see the victory. We're going to see the victory. I want to talk to you just for a few minutes this morning from the Psalms. I want you to open up your Bible, if you have it, to Psalm 20. I've titled this message today, guess what? See, see the victory. See the victory. That's the word the Lord gave to me, victory. See the victory. God wants His people to walk in victory. He wants every one of us walking in victory over the enemies in our life. What does, what does the word victory mean? That word victory means uh, oh, it's the overcoming of an enemy. It's the overcoming of a, a struggle or a stronghold in our life. How many of you know that we have enemies that we face, that we face struggles in life, and we deal with strongholds in our life? But the Lord wants us to see the victory. He wants us to walk as overcomers in Christ Jesus. He wants us to, to be victorious in our Christian walk with Him. But here is the truth, and don't miss this. The truth is that we will never be victorious without having some battles in our life. How, how can you overcome something if there's nothing to overcome? How can you have victory if there's no battles? I'm getting a ringing down here, if you can just help me out here through the monitors. 
How, how, can, we, how can we have victory if we don't have battles? And, and we all have battles. Can I get an amen? We all have our battles. Every one of you this morning could stand up. I could give you a microphone and you could begin to just list the battles and the enemies that you've been facing in your life. The great Billy Graham said these words here that the Christian life is not a playground, but the Christian life is a battleground. It's not a playground. Some people think coming to Christ and then you play games with the Lord the rest of your walk with Him. You're kind of in and you're out. It's not a playground when you come to Christ, it's a battleground. And some of you here this morning are on the battleground. Some of you have been wounded from the battles that you've been in. Some of you uh, have scars from the battles that you've been through. Some of you showed up this morning and you're in the battle of your life. You may be watching with us online from wherever. And you may be worshiping with us this morning and you may be in the battle of your life. You may be battling for uh, just sanity in your mind. You may be battling for your family, uh, for your children, for your job. Listen, we all have the battles. We all have battles. We have marriage battles. We have family battles, relationship battles, work battles, financial battles, spiritual battles. If you were to stand up today and tell me you have no battles in your life, I'd say, liar, liar, pants on fire, come to the altar right now and let's pray. We all, we all have battles in our life. Those spiritual battles. Listen, even, even the preacher, even those on staff, everybody, I don't care who you are, we, we face temptations in our life. We battle temptation. We, we battle against sin. We, we battle against hurts and habits and hangups. We battle with bitterness. We battle with brokenness. We battle with discouragement. We battle with depression. We battle with resentment and we battle with anger. We battle with sickness and we battle with disease and we battle with sorrow and we battle with grief. Listen, we all have our battles that we fight in this life. And the question is, the question is, what will our battle plan be so we can see the victory? Because I want, just like the Lord wants for all of us, I want our church to make sure that we're walking in victory. No one walking around defeated. No one walking around discouraged. That we're walking around seeing the victory because of what Jesus Christ is doing in us and through us. And so I want to take you to Psalm 20. A very powerful psalm. I encourage you to go back later today and read Psalm 20 and study Psalm 20. And you could actually jump over to Psalm 21 because most scholars believe there's a bridge there that connect both Psalm 20 and Psalm 21. It's a psalm there by King David. King David. We know who was the shepherd boy who defeated Goliath the giant, then went on to be king. And here he writes this psalm. And it's, a very, it's really a prayer. It's really a prayer. And let me give you a little backdrop so it'll all kind of make sense to us as we're reading it and as we go forward this morning. David, King David, and his military men are about to engage in warfare. They are being attacked by an enemy and they're about to go to war. And before they go to war, David does something that we should all do before we go on the battlefield. And David goes and he gets ready to pray. And David and his military men, they go to the sanctuary of God and they go there in preparation to pray and seek the Lord before they go into the battle. But something very interesting happens here when they arrive at the sanctuary. 
when King David and his men arrive at the sanctuary, guess what? There's already a congregation of people there that are prayer warriors that are praying and are interceding already for David and the military men that he's going to go into this battle with. They're already there and they're already praying. So what does David do? He takes himself and the military men and he joins right in the sanctuary with that congregation of prayer warriors and he begins to pray with them. And this is the prayer that these prayer warriors in this congregation are praying. Psalm 20. May the Lord answer you when you're in distress. Remember, they're praying for David and his men. May the Lord answer you when you're in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. What a prayer. We will shout for joy when, when you are victorious and will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. I love verse 6. Now I know. Some, version, some uh, translations say, now I know this. Now I know this, that the Lord saves his anointed. He answers him from his holy heaven with the saving power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. And then they said on verse 8, they're brought to their knees and they fall, talking about the enemies. But we will rise up and we will stand firm. O Lord, save the king and answer us when we call. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your word. God, thank you right now, Lord, for what you're doing in this place, in our hearts. And God, may your word just penetrate now, each and every uh, soul that's here. And God, that you would just encourage us from your word. And God, that we would just see a victory as we apply the word to our life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. How can we see the victory? Well, just for the next few minutes, let me share with you some things that we can apply to our life. Simple, simple, but powerful. We can see the victory, we learn here, by praying, by praying. King David and his army of men are about to go to war against an enemy. They're about to go into battle, but I love that King David knew that it was vital before they ever get onto the battlefield and, and, and fight a physical battle that he needed to go to the sanctuary of God's presence and fight the battle spiritually first. And there they go, and they go into the sanctuary to pray. And when they arrive, there's already a congregation there rallied around David and his men. And it's a group of people who are prayer warriors and they're praying and calling on the almighty name of God. And they're praying for one another. They're praying for David. They're praying for his men. They're praying that the God's will would succeed. And the prayer warriors were together and they were praying that there would be victory. They were praying for victory. And I want you to know this morning, friend, one of the keys for you to be able to see the victory in your life over the enemy, over your struggles, over the strongholds, one of the keys is going to be prayer in your life. It's going to take prayer, and not only prayer, but intercessory prayer. Intercessory prayer, what is that? 
Intercessory prayer is one hand touching God in, in the heavens and one hand touching a, a person or a group of people here on earth and we're interceding on their behalf and we're believing that as we touch God and touch these people and pray that God would bring relief to them, God would rescue them, God would help them and bring them out of their trouble, bring them out of their distress, that God would do it. And we can stand in the middle and we can feel the gap between Almighty God and that person that needs a touch from the Lord. That's intercessory prayer. Aren't you thankful for people that pray? When you don't know what to pray or know how to pray or when you're going through the troubles and battles in your life and you're facing struggles and strongholds, aren't you thankful that there's some people you can call on and you know they're going to pray for you? Hallelujah. There's power in intercessory prayer. And we see here in Psalm 20 that God's people, they united in intercessory prayer so they could see the victory over the enemy. Over the enemy. Newsflash this morning, we all have an enemy. We all, we all have an enemy, and his name is Satan. And Satan has been at war with God and God's people ever since he rebelled against God in heaven and was cast out of heaven. He's been at war against God. He's been at war against God's people. And ever since he was cast out of heaven, he's had one battle plan. And that battle plan is to seek to steal and to kill and to destroy you. That's his, that's his battle plan for your life. We have a real enemy that wants to devour us. Peter said it like this. Peter says, listen, church, you better be alert and you better be watchful because the, the enemy, the devil, he says, the enemy, the devil, the enemy, the devil, he is roaring around. He's, he's looking for people that he can devour. He's like a lion seeking those whom he can devour. And the enemy is out to devour you and devour your family. And I want to just stop here and tell you, friend, I, I know people, uh, you, you may think, man, this sounds like some kind of fairy tale, but I want you to know there is a real spiritual battle going on with the principalities of darkness. And there is an enemy that wants to devour you. And if you're listening to me this morning and you think that you can go to the enemy and you can make a truce with him or that you can have peace talks with him or you think you can go to him and you can create some kind of ceasefire, you have badly mistaken because, listen, he wants no truce. He wants no peace. He doesn't want to stop firing at you. He's going to do all he can to destroy you. He's going to do all he can to devour you. He wants to destroy your godly walk. He wants to destroy your godly witness. That's what he wants to do. He wants to destroy the work that God is doing in you because we have a real enemy that's declared war on us. And I hope you all realize this morning, please hear me, whether you've been living for the Lord for just a week or so now or you've been living for the Lord for a long time, it doesn't matter. When you placed your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Savior and to be your Lord and you said, you know what, here I am to follow you, guess what? There's been a target put on your back and now you have entered into the battleground and the attacks are going to come. I'm just letting you know that. I'm just telling you that it's going to happen. And sometimes when those attacks come, they can be sudden attacks. How many of you know what I'm talking about? We can be attacked in life by the enemy, but sometimes they're sudden attacks, sudden accusations, because the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. He'll come at you accusing you and shooting accusations at you that you're not worthy enough, you're not good enough. That's the enemy shooting those sudden accusations to you. There'll be sudden battles in your life. 
Sudden fights in your life, sudden conflict, sudden confusion, sudden crisis. There'll be sudden discouragement. I mean, you'll be doing great one week and the next week you're like, where's the tissues at? It's just a sudden discouragement that comes on you. It'll be sudden storms that come, sudden sickness, sudden setbacks, sudden temptations, sudden troubles, and sudden tragedies. How many of you know that sometimes we get hit in life and it's a sudden thing? And the question is, what are we to do? What are we to do when we're uh, suddenly attacked by the enemy? Do, do, we, do we give up and surrender to the enemy? Guess what? The answer is no. Say no. Do we give up and surrender? No. Do we, do we run away in fear? The answer is no. Do we complain and turn our backs on God and walk away from the Lord? Do we do that? No. How do we see the victory? How do we see the victory? We see the victory through the power of prayer. You see, the key, the key is calling on the name of Almighty God who with Him all things are possible. The key is seeing the victory is lifting our voices together. It's intercessory prayer that we can pray for one another. We see the victory by praying for one another. Jesus said these words here in Matthew 18, verse 19. He says, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it'll be done for you by my Father in heaven. In Deuteronomy, it says that one can put 1,000 to flight and two can put 2,000 to flight, 10,000 to flight. Listen, if we're going to see the victory over the battles, we've got to be willing to come together in agreement. We've got to be willing to come together. Listen, the devil gets nervous when the church comes together in agreement. He gets nervous when we come together in agreement. And if we want to see the victory over our battles, we must be willing to go up together in prayer through the throne of God to seek His face together. I'm talking about us, a congregation of prayer warriors seeking the face of God so we can see the victory. Hebrews 4.16 says this, this, listen, let us, let us, let us, a group, then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Friend, if you're in a battle this morning, if you're in a battle and the enemy is after you and attacking you, there's mercy there, there's grace there that flows from the throne of grace that can help us in our time of need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful for that today? When attacks come, when struggles come, when troubles come, when battles come, listen, I want you to know this morning our only hope, our only hope for seeing victory is when we cry out the powerful name of Jesus. Say Jesus. That's our only hope. When you, when you got that sudden attack in your life and you're going through, it seems like all hell, the only thing that you need to do, friend, is call out and cry out the powerful name of Jesus. Jesus said these words in John 14, 14. He says, you may ask for anything in what? My name, and I will do it. Can I declare to you today that there's still power in the name of Jesus? There's still power in the name of Jesus? Come on, do you believe that today? There's still power in the name of Jesus. When we pray in the name of Jesus, mountains move. When we pray in the name of Jesus, prison doors open. When we pray in the name of Jesus, chains fall off people. When we pray in the name of Jesus, demons will flee. Listen, we can pray right here in this place together and we can pray in the name of Jesus and the power and the grace of God can go into a hospital room, a surgery room, and, it can, and that power can heal that person right then. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
praying in the power of the name of Jesus. We can declare and pray in the power of the name of Jesus. And that same power, that delivering power can go into a crack house, a meth house, a heroin house, an alcoholic's house, wherever. And can break those chains and free that person right there in the spot. Hallelujah. Do you believe that today? Yes, I do. Hallelujah. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Come on, we need to agree together on that. We need to have some agreement there. Jesus says, we're two or more gather and agree and ask in my name. One to put a thousand to flight and two can put ten thousand to flight. Glory to God. If you're in a battle this morning, my encouragement would be to you to cry out to the name of Jesus. Cry out in prayer in the power of the name of Jesus. Listen, I want to go ahead and warn you right now. I know what the temptation is when we're going through those sudden attacks in life. The temptation is for us just to get somewhere and cry about it. And crying about the battle will not help you see the victory. Complaining about the battle will not help you see the victory. Can I get an amen on that? Fearing the battle won't help you see the victory. Having a pity party won't help you see the victory. Blaming yourself or blaming other people about the situation you're in is not going to help you see the victory. To see the victory, you have to cry out in prayer the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, and that's when you will see the victory over your situation. We see the victory by praying. And we see the victory by praising. I love verse 5. Verse 5, these people that are uh, in this sanctuary interceding in prayer for King David. In verse 5, it says that we will shout for joy when you are victorious and we will lift up our banners in the name of our God. And I want to declare to you this morning that sometimes, friend, you just got to praise your way to victory. Sometimes you just got to praise your way. You got to praise your way. I know you may not feel like it. Praise sometimes is going to be a sacrifice, but there's days that you're just going to have to praise your way through. You got to plow your way through, and you can do it by praising the Lord. We lift our voices. This is how we fight our battles. We sing a song like that in this church. This is how I fight my battles. I'm going to fight my battles, and I'm going to fight them with my hands lifted up, and I'm going to be praising the Lord all the way through. Hallelujah. We lift our voices. They said we shout for joy. We shout for joy. We shout for joy, they said, because we know that our God is greater than anything that we will ever face. He's greater than anything that we will ever encounter in our life. And I want you to notice something so so precious here in this psalm that God's people they were praising God before the battle ever even started they were praising God before the battle ever even started and I wanted to say let that be a lesson for us today church that we praise the Lord for the victory before we ever even engage in the battle before we ever step foot on the battleground may we already just go ahead of the battle and begin praising the Lord ever, even before we get there Praise the Lord. That tells me we can praise the Lord before the battle. We can praise the Lord in the battle. And we can praise the Lord after the battle. Hallelujah. And the reason that we can do that is because we know God is great and victorious in his power. That Jesus is greater than any enemy that we will ever face. He's greater than Satan and all the powers of hell and any of his dark forces. The Bible says that we are overcomers. That we are victorious because greater is he that is in us than he that is of this world. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful today, friend, that the battle has already been won and we can praise the Lord because greater is he that is in us than he who is in the world. 
Listen, we praise the Lord because the battle is not ours. The Lord is fighting for you. The Holy Spirit is fighting for you. God Almighty, our Father, is fighting for you. He's fighting for you. And He's going to protect you. He's going to help you. He's going to grant your request as they were praying here. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. He's going to make your plan succeed. God, God is the one who gives the victory. He is the one that gives the victory. And instead of worrying, we need to be worshiping the Lord. Instead of panicking when those sudden attacks come, we need to be praising the Lord. Come on, can you, can you declare today that in the midst of my challenges, I'm going to lift my voice and my hands and I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to lift my hands and voice in the middle of the chaos. I'm going to praise Him in the confusion. I'm going to praise Him in the crisis. I'm going to praise the Lord no matter what. Man, no rock will ever cry out for me. I will praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We can see the victory. What a powerful lesson for us today. Grab a hold of it, friend. Please listen to me. Grab a hold of it, whoever you are. Whatever battle you're walking through today, make up your mind right now that even before I get into the battlefield, I'm going to praise you, Lord. I'm going to praise you, Lord, for who you are and what you're going to do in this situation. We can see the victory by praising God. And we can see the victory, I want you to see here, by trusting. Trusting in ourselves? No. Trusting in other people? No, because men will let you down. We can see the victory by trusting in the Lord. I love what verse 6 and 7 say here in Psalm 20. God's people said, Now this I know. Now this I know. How many of y'all have heard that phrase before? Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. This I know. This I know. They were standing there in that sanctuary and they were standing trusting in the Lord saying the Lord is the one that gives the victory declaring that my trust is in the Lord. Some will trust in chariots and some will trust in horses but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. They, They were there and they were Standing, trusting in the Lord. Now this I know, they prayed with confident faith. And listen, it's going to take confident faith, trusting in Jesus to see the victory. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, it says this, This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Do you believe Jesus is the Son of God? Come on, do you believe Jesus is the Son of God? He is the Son of God. And our confidence is trusting in Him. And King David and this group of prayer warriors, they trusted in the Lord. Man, I love that phrase, now this I know. I can see them now. They're standing there and declaring in faith and a confident faith. Now this I know that we're going to be victorious because God is on our side. Now this I know we're going to be victorious because we belong to Almighty God. Now this I know that we're going to be victorious because we're trusting in the name of the Lord our God. Now this I know that we're going to be victorious over the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. By this I know that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus our Lord. By this I know that I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Now this I know, hallelujah. Friend, if you're going to overcome the enemy, you have to make sure that you're there seeing the victory by trusting in the Lord. We can trust in the Lord. We can trust in the Lord for victory. Just hang on with me for a few more minutes. I'm almost done. We can trust in the Lord for victory. 
And we can trust in the Lord that the enemy, the enemy will fall and bow down. In verse 8 right here, we read these prayer warriors and they said the enemy will be brought to their knees and they will fall. The enemy will be brought to their knees and they will fall. In other words, the enemy will eventually bow down. The enemy will bow down. Listen, you can trust today the word of God that one day that every enemy of Christ Jesus our Lord one day they're going to fall down and they're going to bow the mocker is going to fall down and bow the the scoffer is going to fall down and bow the Muslims are going to fall down and bow the Islamic jihadists are going to fall down and bow the Hindus will fall down and bow the Buddhists will fall down and bow the atheists will fall down and bow the agnostic will fall down and bow the leaders of this nation who are trying to wipe out God and erase God from this nation one day they will fall down and they will bow before the Lord and they will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord hallelujah hallelujah one day one day one day they will all bow and confess what a prophetic word here in this prayer in Psalm 20 that one day all the enemies will fall and they will bow and confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father And you can trust God's word. Hear me good. Hear me good. We've been singing it this morning about seeing the victory that we win. And you can read God's word. And if you read God's word from the beginning to the end, you're going to see that the enemy is going to be brought down. The enemy will be defeated. The enemy is destroyed. Guess what? We win. We win. We win. Yes, there's going to be battles, but we win. Hallelujah. 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 We can trust in Jesus that we will see the victory. The Bible says, thanks be to God for the victory that he gives us through our Lord Jesus Christ. Aren't you thankful for Jesus today? That he gives us our victory. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come, they'll, they'll, they'll think I'm stopping. Man, it's hot up here. One last thing. We see the victory by standing firm. We see the victory by standing firm. I'm telling you right now, this word today, it may be just for one person, but I know God told me to give it to you. And when I was reading through this psalm, this part here was so powerful to me that we see the victory by standing firm. In verse 8, it says, The enemy will fall, the enemy will be brought to their knees, and the enemy will bow down. And keep right on reading. And it says, But God's people will rise up. God's people will rise up. It's time for some of you to rise up. You've been defeated and discouraged for too long, and it's time for you to rise up in Jesus Christ. And it's time for you to stand firm again. Stand firm again. Paul said in Corinthians he said stand firm in the faith can I tell you in these last days that you need to stand firm in the faith Paul went on to say talking about the armor of God he says be strong be strong not in yourself but in the Lord and in the strength of his might and put on the whole armor of God so you can stand against the schemes of the devil friend listen to me today part of this warfare that we're in and the keys to you seeing the victory is going to be you standing firm 
That's a word. That's a word for you and me today. Listen to me, friend. Listen. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm in your personal battles. Stand firm. Stand firm for your family. Stand firm for your marriage. Stand firm for your children. Stand firm for this community we live in. Stand firm for our nation. Stand firm for your church. Stand firm for the truth of God's Word. Stand firm. Stand firm. Spoke to a brother this week who he stood firm on the Word of God and what God's Word says about some of the cultural issues that we see going on in our nation. And he took a stand for the truth. And guess what? The attacks started coming left and right. I'm just telling you, friend, when you get ready to take a stand uh, for truth, you better be ready to stand firm. Think about the young man that we've seen in the news this week. I don't know if you're familiar with the story or not, but the young man Tanner Cross, the teacher there in Virginia, who came out and spoke to the school board and said that he refused to teach these kids and confused them about their, 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 the confusion with the gender identity. He said he was not going in that direction, that he would be sinning against God and that he would be confusing these children. And he took a stand for the Lord. He took a stand for the Word. He's a great Christian. He needs to be a Christian with the last name Cross. But he took a stand. He took a stand. And guess what? Did did everybody rally around him and applaud? Guess what they did? They suspended him. What? They suspended him. Friend, I'm just telling you, be ready to stand firm. Be ready to stand firm. I was thinking if there's ever been some kind of battle cry song that we've ever sung in the church, it's the day that we live in. The name of that song should be Stand Firm. Stand firm, stand firm, stand firm. Maybe Pastor Kevin will write us a song, Stand Firm. Stand firm, stand firm, stand firm, stand firm, stand firm. It's an easy song. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm and watch the Lord turn your battle into a blessing. Oh, hallelujah. Stand firm and see the Lord bring the victory, the Lord Jesus Christ bring the victory in your life. Would you stand with me, please? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I wonder how many people here this morning, I wonder how many people are in a battle for their life right now. Spiritual battles going on, discouragement. Let me ask you this question. Listen, I know the Holy Spirit is working right now. I know He is. And I want to ask you this question. How many of you want to see victory over the battles that you're going through in your life right now? You you, you want victory. You you want victory over the, the, the bitterness. You want victory over the brokenness. You want victory over the betrayal that was done to you. You want victory over the, the hurt that you're feeling. You want victory. You want, you want God to deliver you from that. I saw hands go up all over the place. Listen, I'm not asking you this morning to say, you know what? Tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to wake up and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on my big boy pants and I'm going to be strong and I'm going to make it. I'm going to do it. No, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you to take your battle, whatever it is that you're going 
through right now and I'm asking you to put it in the hand of Jesus and say Jesus you're the only one that can give me victory over this situation I'm in Jesus you're the only one you're the only one that can free me God you're the only one that can liberate me God from this attack that I'm in and I'm going to keep praying and I'm going to keep praising you Lord and I'm going to keep trusting you Lord and I'm going to stand firm Lord no matter what comes my way because I know you're on my side I know you're fighting my battles for me I know you're going to bring the victory Jesus I know you're going to do it because you love me